Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome along to Help I Sexted My Boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, most of the time. Just so you know, you may find the conversations in this podcast a little bit offensive. If that's you, go and listen to something boring. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life aiming to answer your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas like is it ever okay to walk down the street topless or when is it okay to say you cannot just cannot be asked and of course what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss but William Hanson we are not your usual agony aunts are we you're quite correct we're not uh, William Hanson is a jet setting well travelled etiquette expert Jordan North is more easy jet set than jet set <laughs> I like that one. You're a radio presenter, aren't you? By That's trade? correct, yes. Uh, and you are an etiquette expert that travels the world teaching And etiquette. we are friends. I hope that people, yeah. regular listeners, will have established that we do actually quite like each other. Yeah, we do. Well, I like you. Yeah. I, I think... <laughs> Uh, uh, today's we were pod- friends when we started this. We were, we were friends, yeah. weren't we? Today's podcast is all about going on holiday abroad. Uh, Where's your favourite holiday destination? I've been to Florida... That were good. Right. Went and did alt rides and stuff. Uh, I've been to Magaluf five times. Right. Have you ever been? No. I mean, I haven't done much of Spain, I'll be honest. Have you not? No. I'm going to Benidorm with my grandma for her 70th. Right. Very soon. Have you been to Benidorm before? No. You call yourself British. Before we go any further, we're not going to have any gin and bonnet. Because I'm fed what? up with it. We're going to have one of my drinks. What do you mean you're fed up with it? You've, every every episode you say how much you like it. Well, I do like it, but we're going to have one of mine. This is a great drink, especially uh, in this weather. We're going to have a nice, cold bottle of beer. Mm. There you go. Can I just say, for a start, I am not drinking out of the bottle. Oh, for, yes, you are. No. Please. Do you know when I last drank out of a bottle? When? When I was 18 months old. Since then, glasses. Who are we toasting to? Uh, well, seeing as we're talking about um, holidays, why don't we toast to the patron saint of holidays, Judith Chalmers. Oh, great shout, Mr Hanson. Judith Chalmers. Judith Chalmers. Oh, just the smell of it. It's a bloody bit of lager. Get a grip, man. Come on. <coughs> producer, oh, producer Ben's on it as well. Producer Ben's having You can't beat a bottle of beer, can you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> producer Ben likes it. Right. What do you hate the most about Brits Abroad? 
Oh, the fact that they think it is Britain abroad. <laughs> I think that's one of the best things about no. it. I'm the fact that it, I mean, it's it's so, you know, everyone always goes, I'm going to get a bit serious here now, Jordan, actually. Everyone Go always goes, oh, all these people coming over to our country, making it their own. Well, Britain has been doing exactly the same thing for Spain for, for the last 40 years. Yeah, fair one. It's no different. Fair point. Yeah, you need to go to Benidorm. That's a prime example of yeah, that. Well, I do not need to go to Benidorm. Thank you. What time is it OK to have your first pint on holiday? Because um, I have in the past been known to pretty much start after breakfast maybe at lunch i think right. it's fine to drink at lunch not 10 o'clock not 10 o'clock right okay i i think 11 o'clock on holidays all right my mum said that to me once she said if you're on holiday just wait till 11 11 not too bad what about if you've got a six o'clock flight you've got to have a drink before you get on plane no 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 what you can have a drink once you're in the air mm-hmm. if they bring it round and offer you one okay but uh no not, not at the airport. You don't think he's so? Are you serious? Uh, Genuinely, I would never have a drink at an airport. William, everybody... It's an airport. Everybody has a frigging drink at the airport. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Wait, get the pints in, come on. They don't in the Concorde room. Oh. You won't know what that is, but never mind. I know what Concorde is. No. <laughs> the Concorde room. What's that? Is exactly. that first class lounge? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Do you like travelling first class? It's fine. Which is higher, business or first? First. Is it? Yeah. I don't go all the time first, I should just say. Bloody hell, you've, you've had a tough life, you, haven't you? Hard life, this lad. Bloody hell. The first time I travelled first, having travelled business for a couple of, you know, f- for a while, Yeah. I was then, I flew out somewhere first, came back business. They treat you like scum in business. Try going economy, mate. Hmm? You want to try going economy? Normal. You want to try flying with bloody... To be fair, the last time I had to fly premium economy... And you do the walk of shame through business, thinking, I should be here, I should be here. And you get into premium. I always pop my head through into economy and go, it could be worse. <laughs> and I feel a little bit better. Um, what is your thoughts? Before we go to the questions, yes. this is a big thing on holidays, and it winds so many people up. Towel etiquette. Is it okay to put your towel down? Oh, so on a, on a, on a beach holiday or a pool yeah. holiday, not, no, a, not pool. a city break. Because some people get up at like five in the morning to put the towel down. They do. Is that okay? Um, I think it's fine to mark out your territory or your sun lounges if you are going to be there within 45 minutes of putting your towels, your books, your sunglasses, whatever you're putting on to mark your territory. 45 minutes? 45 minute window. Okay. Ideally within half an hour, 45 minute maximum, especially if you have a young family. People do it. Oh, this really... Winds you up. Boils my piss. When people do this, right, they'll go out on a day trip, they'll put the towels down. Oh, no, that's wrong. And they'll come back about five o'clock at night no. and it's like, no. that's not right, is it? No. Should, should we do a bit of role play? All right. Okay, uh, we haven't done this for a few episodes. So uh, we're in Benidorm. Right? Nice. And, uh, I really have to stretch my imagination here. <laughs> I'm a, a German who's uh, removed... I'm not sure many Germans go to Benidorm. William's towel. Okay, they do. You'd be surprised. So I've removed your towel. You've just nipped off. I've removed your towel. So uh, picture the scene. I'm in speedos, white socks, sandals. Oof, I don't want to picture that. Right. Okay. Essa's fell off the speedos. She's been barred from other pool. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me in swimming bath. <laughs> so what would you do? Uh, I just change hotels. If you want help on something, then you can tweet us at SextedMyBoss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at SextedMyBoss.com or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his letterhead of paper. The address is on the website, SextedMyBoss.com. This episode is all about going on holiday abroad, the airport, 
the flights, the sun loungers, the suntan, the sunburn, the sun drinks, the sun newspaper. <sighs> it's all just great. I don't know why I want to... Have you seen Benadol the series on ITV? No. It's very, very funny. Um, should we go to the questions? Yes. Producer Ben's just going to bring them in. Oh, he's not got them. Oh. Here he is. He's too busy drinking on the job. First question, please, William Hansen. This first question is from Sarah. I think it is a question that many Brits will appreciate an answer to. How do you use a bidet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, you've got a knowing smile there. <laughs> I've had so much fun with bidets. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> How do you use a bidet? You sit in it. Right. Is it ever okay to pee in a bead? No! Oh, <laughs> good lordy heavens. I know there's so many Brits listening to this now and they've gone in the bathroom and, the, I don't know, their wife's on the toilet and they've just gone, I'm going to have a pissing bidet. Well, that's disgusting because there's no water flashing through it. Yeah. Unless you, you put, manually flush it just through put it. the tap on. Oh. Uh, right, go on, how do you use a bidet? You fill it with water halfway and yeah. you sit in it and you have a bit of a flick around... And Bob's your uncle, fan is clean. <laughs> Sorry to laugh in that. Right? So when we were on a holiday in Turkey... I my, don't know if I want to know this. My little brother must have been about eight. <laughs> Why am I telling you this? And he completely got confused with a bidet. Yeah, I know. And he had, yep. a, he had a poo in the bidet. And I just remember mum going mad and trying to squash it down with a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> She's going, you're a bloody nightmare, you kids are. You're going to get me bloody fined. Graham, go and get me a carrier bag. I know. <laughs> I'll never forget that as long as I live. So that's how you use a B-Day. Yeah. Basically, well, no, not that is not how you use a B-Day. When you go on What a... I said is how you use a B-Day. Right, what, what did you say again? I was laughing. Fill it up, sit in it, splash oh. around. I was told, you see, my parents being very middle class when I grew up, when I asked really? what theirs was... Because they used to have one. Because all ha- it was very cosmopolitan to have a bidet. Your mum and dad had a bidet? Init- or maybe we moved into a house that had a bidet. Right. I can't quite remember. But I remember going into their bathroom and saying, oh, what's that? And they said, it's to wash your feet. Oh. Because they didn't think I should know about that. I didn't know thing. you filled it up. I thought you, like, put a tap on and splashed. N- n- well, I- I'm sure you could do that. Producer Ben thought that as well. He's nodding. Did he? He thought, yeah, splashed. But and nowadays then- you can just use a douche. Yeah. <laughs> You are a douche. Right, next question. Uh, this is from Jeremy. Oh, nice upmarket name. I do like the name Jeremy. We've all been there. Baby on a plane. Crying baby oh. on a plane. One time I was on a plane and a woman started screaming at the baby, literally being louder than the baby, shouting at it to make it stop making noise. How ironic. It continued crying for the rest of the flight. So what do we do? How do you... Well, not how do you silence a screaming baby. What do you do about the screaming baby? Do you know what? It's nobody's fault. If you're, if you're in a shop or a pub or a restaurant and the baby's screaming, I'm going to upset so many people here, take the baby outside. Yeah? Yeah, I, okay. I would agree. Okay. On a plane, there's nothing you can do. So I say don't cast dirty looks because it's just going to put the mum under more stress. The baby picks up that stress, which is going to make the baby scream louder and yep. cry more. So there's no you can I do. don't mind babies crying on planes, okay. although I do object to babies being on planes in the first place. Seriously. I don't think young children under the age of two should really be on a plane. 
especially when they're babies, because the G, the force the G forces that are going on in there when you take off and land, some adults can't handle that. How do you think a ten month old baby is going to feel? Is that why babies cry on planes? Yes, because of the altitude and what it does is to their eyes. It's it is? common sense. Now, I appreciate if you are going overseas because you've got a relative that is ill, and or you've got to attend the funeral. That is one thing. Sometimes you have to take a child on a plane, but taking a child on the plane because you all want a nice time in the Costa Blanca is not your God given right. Wow. Wow. So you've sorry. And yeah, you have very very strong opinion on that, aren't you? Yeah. Right, next question. Now, this one is from Camilla. Camilla thought she was ordering the duck in a French restaurant, but mistakenly said connard instead of canard. Couldn't work out what everyone was looking at her so strangely, so she got her phone out and checked Google Translate. To to find out, she just said, I would like the shithead, please. (laughs) How much should I try and fit in with a local dialect? Yeah, good question. When you go to a, a French or Italian restaurant, should you try and speak in their language or should you just say it in English? No, I think you do want to try and attempt. You want to, really? If you're going to whatever country, it's not just France, Spain, Italy, even if you go to Manila, for example, you want to make sure that you know the basics. Right. Hello, thank you, please, sorry. I'll have the uh, bruschetta to start, please. And I'll have the uh, cock in a van. Yeah. It's cock or van. Yes, I know. You've met, you've given me cock in a van. <laughs> you've actually met me cock in a van. Cock or van. Cock or van. Yeah. With my herby dumplings. <laughs> I beg your pardon. With my herby dumplings. No, I agree with you. You should actually make effort to know the basics, shouldn't you? Exactly. You are in somebody else's country. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. So when I'm in Benidorm in a, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to go, hola. Part yeah. of lager, please. At least it is a nod to the fact. Why? When she's from Uddersfield. What's the point? Well, yeah, I mean, I appreciate if the serving staff is English, what is the point? But yeah. if they are local, then you want to try and, uh, yeah. you know, observe Appa- their language. Apparently the old town in Benidorm is beautiful. Is it? I'm going to take you one day. We're going to record from Benidorm. We are not. Yes, we bloody are. Next question. <laughs> We're like a married little couple, are we? Well, hating each other. Yeah. <laughs> Right, this is from Boris. Another upmarket name. The best part of a holiday for me is eating new and exciting cuisines. How yummy. But sometimes it goes wrong, especially this one time where I had a fish dish. I could be more specific, but to this day I don't have a clue what I ate. I do know what happened. Banana boat, fast speeds, a steaming hosepipe of poo spewing behind me. Horrific. When is it okay to reject the local specials which appear on the menu? Yes, because you can seem very rude when you go... Because you always see it on telly on these travel programmes, they're like, oh, thank you, and you think, oof, you're going to be shitting through an airnet tomorrow, pal. I in uh, I go to China a lot. As you know, I'm very big in the Asia-Pacific region, <laughs> and I often, you know, will get into my hotel room late at night and I want room service, and... Uh, Always the spaghetti bolognese in China because yeah. they don't have a lot of Western options. Right, okay. Spaghetti bolognese, carbonara. Have you ever ordered tagliatelle carbonara to someone that doesn't speak English as their first language <laughs> when they're Chinese? That just 40 no. minutes, 40 minutes it are took you, me for someone you, to understand are you me. joking? Tagliatelle carbonara is not easy to say in Chinese. <laughs> bad. Anyway, but across the page from this, I could have had spiced duck blood curd. That was an option. Mm. I could have had uh, stewed chicken's feet. Ooh. Uh, fruit bat soup, all sorts. Ugh. 
You this was a that. this was a this was a a brand of hotel you will have heard of. You don't get that in like a takeout, do you? No, no, because Chinese food that everyone everyone goes. Oh, I'd love China. Love Chinese food. What I would give for a spicy prawn ball when I'm in Shanghai. <laughs> what I would give. Uh, uh, is it okay to turn down the local delicacies? Um, no, you do want to try it. Right. And if and obviously if it's meat and you're a vegetarian, for example, then yeah. And it, I have to say. I do normally say I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> I'm Dear. not a vegetarian, but it is easier to say that. Yeah. Yeah, and you say it in advance. That's brilliant. And you say, or if, let's say you get something, because in some cultures, like in China and Japan, you have to, it would be rude to say no to something, but you can just keep it in your bowl and not touch it. So you have to say yes, but you don't have to eat it. Right. But it would be rude to say no. Okay. Some Middle Eastern cultures, similar sort of thing. So you could just try it. And then if they say, oh, did you not like it, which admittedly would be rude, then you could say, I enjoyed what I had. That makes sense. But I'm not I being rude. would imagine in Benidorm, where <laughs> it's just constant fry-ups, this is less of an issue. It is, honestly, from what I gather, I've been... Like, Was it not the same in Magaluf? Yeah, it's just fry-ups, egg and chips, sausage and chips. Yeah. Subways. they got subways out there. Oh, yeah. Something for everyone. Would you like to summarise this podcast on Brits Abroad? What what should they do and shouldn't they do when they go abroad? You're representing our country. Yes. Yeah. It's like Eurovision. Yeah. You're representing the country and you want other people to feel, you know, positive about Britain. And I think especially true at the moment, Britain's got a bit of a bad rep. Yeah. In years. <laughs> I mean, quite a few other countries are not doing brilliantly well either, but Britain has got a bit of a bad rep and so you want to be charming yeah. to everybody. You don't want to get their backs up. Yeah, even when you go into like Magaluf and stuff, you don't want to be like sick outside and being a nuisance. We, do you know what? Some countries must bloody hate us. Mm. I mean, like, when we go, like, in, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think they do. So remember, you are not at home, you're in someone else's country, their rules, their culture apply. Lovely. And if in doubt, ask them what to do. Yes, yeah. Be cultured. Yes. Yes. Try and learn about a new culture rather than enforce your culture. Yes. You know what you need to watch on Channel 5? Please watch it. Um, Bargain-loving Brits abroad and they're in Benidorm. It's mm. like a caravan. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic. It's right. brilliant. A lot of like, people retire and go out there. Don't forget, if you want our help on something on the podcast, then you can tweet us at SextonMyBoss. You can email us help at sexandmyboss.com or you can write to William who has promised a handwritten reply on his own letterhead of paper the address is on the website sextedmyboss.com and don't forget if you liked this episode or indeed the entire series uh, please tell all your friends give us a rating thank you very much indeed happy to same ta love next time on help I sexted my boss Gareth Southgate's barbie army I'll upset the neighbours. Sorry, I actually, he's actually being serious there. Sorry about that. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.